hello and welcome to camera eats first my name is devin and i'm Catherine. and together we are two market girls we run a vegan youtube channel and a blog and this is our podcast where we talk about veganism how we make our recipes how we run our blog and we keep you up to date on trending news topics in the vegan world now we're going to finish off the year with a little bit more news and then we're just going to kind of do some a chat about the year and the year to come and just wrap things up do some (laughs) self-reflection oh god i'm not ready for this (laughs) no one is (laughs) (laughs) oh but at least we can do the news first that should be manageable yes i feel like we haven't done the news in a while i think we're on this like once a month schedule Yeah, which I kind of like, you know? It makes it a little bit more special. It's so special. (laughs) This is Plant-Based News with Kat and Dev, bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today making news none other than donuts. Of course, they always make news. They should. Yes. So it's coming from iconic donut chain Krispy Kreme. And shout out to any listeners in the UK because you're getting some vegan donuts from Krispy Kreme. Which is truly a dream come true, right? I guess. Honestly, I don't think I've had Krispy Kremes enough times to have an attachment to them. This is the thing. Like, I haven't had Krispy Kreme a lot, but it was one of those things that, like, because, like, my mom wouldn't buy them very often, or she'd buy, like, the knockoff ones, like, just at, like, a grocery store type oh, donuts. Okay, yeah. So, like, you'd have them, like, they're just, like, that kind of, like, forbidden fruit where you, like, everyone talks about how good Krispy Kremes are and you haven't had them so much that you just, like, want them so badly. They're so special. Yeah. So, in the UK, you can, starting... December 21st, you can pre-order donuts from Krispy Kreme, and there'll be delivery starting January 5th at locations across the United Kingdom, and this is kind of part of a whole Veganuary launch for them. Classic. I'm sure we'll have a lot of news to talk about in January because it's going to be Veganuary, and this is our first piece of news technically. Yeah. So the new donut is a bespoke vegan recipe of the chain's original glazed variety which like there's no other like i've had other krispy kreme donuts before but like they're unmatched the original krispy kreme like that's why people love krispy kreme not because of their other donuts so these are the ones to veganize yeah i don't really think of any other kind of donut when i think of krispy kreme i yeah, think exactly. they just perfected that original I don't want to call it basic, basic, but it's just, it's simple, but it's so good, right? It's it's like a plain potato chip where it's like, it is basic, but it's still one of the best things you could eat ever because it's just so, it's so simple and so delicious. <laughs> God, this is just making me want a donut so bad. It's painful. <laughs> yeah. So they, their head of innovation, Louise DiRetto, said, we are excited to extend our range of iconic irresistibly original donuts with the launch of our first ever vegan offering available exclusively in the uk we know january is a time that many are trying out new lifestyles and set ourselves the challenge to create a plant-based donut that is equally delicious as the original with absolutely no compromise that was a pretty pretty good promise 
Yeah. And honestly, like I've seen so many people try and like not just veganize, but recreate Krispy Kreme donuts like on YouTube. And like, I don't know how Krispy Kreme does it, but the donuts, like they just don't compare ever. Like I've never tried a dupe of the original, but like you just look at the texture and like, I don't know how Krispy Kreme does it. I don't. They're just wizards. I don't know. I really hope that we at least hear some reviews of these donuts. Mm-hmm. It says that they are priced comparably to the non-vegan version at 10.45 pounds per dozen. Oh. And they'll also be available at hot light stores where customers can purchase a hot freshly made donut from <gasps> 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day. That's so specific. Imagine like you're just like you have a set of alarm. You're like, oh, got to go donut time (laughs) we gotta get there in time for the donuts i wonder if that's just a thing of that because like we obviously don't know what's in the uk maybe that's like that store's thing maybe maybe because yeah that is very specific though yeah but otherwise you can always order them and get them delivered and stuff like that so exciting donuts coming in 2021 and actually speaking of more exciting food coming in 2021 still in the uk unfortunately for the <laughs> uk rest gets of us. everything nice <laughs> and now we're moving on to probably our second favorite food which would be pizza yeah it's pizza <laughs> <laughs> so domino's uk is launching its first vegan meat topped pizza so this will be starting on january 4th and it's did you think that it was going to be like pepperoni or beef I'm surprised. I, to be honest, thought they had this already in the UK, but I guess they didn't. I thought they did too, but maybe it was only like a limited time thing. Yeah, I definitely would assume that it would like if it's the first time they're doing a meat thing, I would assume it'd be pepperoni or like a ground round or something like that. But by your tone, I'm going to assume it's not. Oh, no. It's <laughs> some vegan chicken. Oh. Yeah. So it's called this chick ain't pizza oh get it so funny but it is pizza yeah but it's the chicken ain't chicken oh that's funny yeah no i think we got it um anyways and along Uh, with some southern fried vegan chicken nuggets hello oh my goodness that lead with that domino it was domino (laughs) yeah (laughs) lead with that like chicken on pizza is great but southern fried chicken nuggets is better I thought you were going to tell me to lead with that. But I... <laughs> <laughs> it's like boneless boneless chicken nuggets kind of thing. Yeah, and I feel like southern fried means it's going to have that like really crispy uh, coating like on Like KFC it. type stuff? Yeah. yeah. Or like Popeyes? Oh, wow. I want some right now. I want fried chicken so bad. <laughs> so bad. Um, but there is this isn't their first vegan pizza ever because back in September across... 1200 locations in the uk and ireland they did launch two other vegan pizzas so they had the vegan veggie supreme which has mushrooms corn onions red peppers and tomatoes on it and then they had a vegan margarita that was topped with vegan cheese developed in-house this is domino's vegan cheese wow i can't that's that's pretty big news because like nowhere else does that right that's kind of a big that's a big move to be making when everyone else Mm -hmm. is just like Bring the Dea over here. <laughs> yeah, really. Dea or Via Life. Yeah. But the other thing they have is a vegan version of their garlic and herb dip, which 
oh my goodness, Domino's in the UK is doing it right. And like, that's great for the pizza. But now all I can think about is dipping the chicken nuggets in the garlic and herb. Oh my God. Imagine tossing the chicken nuggets in buffalo first and then dipping them. (laughs) Oh yeah. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dream come true. That, but like, that sounds like a nice, well-rounded vegan menu so you don't just have to have one kind of pizza you can have like chicken nuggets you can have dip with your pizza like that's great exactly now hopefully they will keep this around past just veganuary because they have said that it is launching as part of their whole Mm -hmm. veganuary you know product uh so hopefully it sees enough success that they keep it around because like you and i have said all year vegan chicken please more vegan yes. chicken. 2021, please be the year of vegan chicken. <laughs> I know. I think we said that about 2020, but they 2020 had other plans. So yeah, 2021. I mean, granted, it did. We did get some some chicken in 2020. Yeah. It, it wasn't all beef, um, <laughs> but we could always use more. We could always use more vegan chicken. Now moving on to something it's actually not chicken it's going back to good old beyond meat hey we got to mention them at least once an episode (laughs) apparently we do because when they form a beyond meat themed boy band it just felt like we should probably talk about it yeah i don't really understand what that means okay so i guess is it like is it like what i'm picturing not okay, picturing. Yes. What I'm thinking is like, you know how Macaulay Culkin has like a pizza themed band and like all the songs are about pizza? That's what I imagine it would be. Okay. So, so far you're pretty right. Okay, cool. Except Macaulay Culkin is in it. I'm sorry. No Macaulay Culkin. He was, <laughs> uh, I guess he was busy, but <laughs> instead it has uh, three NBA players in it. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm so confused. Like well-known NBA players? I mean, if you follow the NBA, they kind of are. Okay. So there's JaVale McGee, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Jordan. So they are officially the Beyond Boys. <laughs> Wait, is it just the three of them? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. It's a trio. So do any of them sing or play instruments or anything? Or dance? Well, I, they're like sort of singing in the music, in the song. Oh, okay. The video is uh, it animated, so their okay. characters are dancing not Got them it. um but there's they released their first track and it's a christmas song oh. it's called the 12 days of christmas oh and it's all beyond me that's correct wow so wow. each each day they sing about what beyond meat gave to them <laughs> now are they actual beyond meat things or is it like make-believe things like is this beyond meat teasing people about like the things they could give them but aren't out <laughs> i didn't even think of that and i almost don't know if that would would have been better yeah like if they had been know. like this is what we've got in store oh that would have been great pr right oh my goodness but instead it was either like beyond meat products or ways to use beyond me like one of the things was mini tacos or meatballs interesting i wonder how that went for them well i think it kind of just came out so we'll have to see yeah but it's part of this whole uh 
group of professional athletes that joined Beyond Meat over the past year, since like 2019. There's been mm-hmm. 14 professional athletes who have joined either as investors or ambassadors. So I guess they're just kind of like keeping the ball rolling on that. And this is what they thought for the holiday season. It's a it's a fun song. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's an expensive uh, song to make, like for Beyond Meat. I assume they're paying these NBA players. I, I guess it would be. Uh, I don't know how much they spend on their athlete campaigns, but me neither. <laughs> it's uh, it's fun. I we will obviously have a link to the article in the show notes so that everyone can go and listen to this lovely holiday song, all about Beyond Meat and the feast they can give to you. <laughs> yeah, I think Catherine was about to yawn and then she decided to laugh. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but JaVale McGee was quoted as saying, getting into the hol- holiday spirit, I thought it would be fun to put a twist on a classic Christmas hit featuring some of my favorite Beyond Meat products. I hope everyone enjoys the new song in the same way I enjoyed producing it and is inspired to try more plant-based eats this holiday season. Beyond Meat's marketing budget must be huge. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty iconic at this point, so I feel like... yeah. They must have the budget for that, but hopefully we see some of that budget go towards other products that aren't uh, chicken, chicken, yeah, chicken. chicken. We're here for the chicken. chicken. Or like, if you can come up with a really good vegan bacon, I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or even like more seafood products. Yes, yes. I've just recently gotten into Gardein's uh, crab cakes, and I'm here for more seafood products. Oh yes, great. I had some of those l- recently too. Delicious, right? Yeah, I don't really know if they taste that much like what a crab cake should taste like, but they're still good. Yeah, this is the thing. I don't think they necessarily taste like crab cakes. They also don't really have the texture of crab cakes, but they're still delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just such a cute little size, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Sorry, Beyond Meat. We ended your segment with talking about Gardein. They don't have a boy band, though. Just remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Gardein can't even sing or dance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we will move on to one final piece of news, which I think I hope we see more of these things in the future. But it's a vegan vending machine that is coming to Vegas. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Of course, Vegas. I would have bet Vegas or UK. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's because the catering company that is doing it, they're based in Vegas. So it's actually a Black-owned vegan catering company. And they're bringing their vintage vegan diner menu items (gasps) to a vending machine. Wait, how? Vending machine technology has really, really skyrocketed. It's great. I was wondering that too, especially based on the things that they are going to have in there. So it's things like tofu bites and edible cookie dough and some sliders. And wait, so the what? That all has to be kept at different temperatures. Okay, I don't want to burst your bubble, but it's uh. not made to eat. Oh, it's not ready to serve. It's all frozen. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, I but understand I mean, now. They've got like chicken tenders and tofu bites and like all that kind of like diner food. They've mm-hmm. basically put it into little frozen, ready to go 
meals and they're going to have them in these vending machines. I think they're still trying to pick a location and then they're going to reveal it because it's this whole pop-up idea that they've posted on their Instagram about. And then maybe they're trying to work towards expanding their catering or to a restaurant. But the stuff looks pretty good. The vending machine looks adorable. I'm curious to see how that performs. Only because, like, to me, when I hear vending machine, I assume, like, I'm hungry, let's just go to a vending machine, grab a snack, or whatever the vending machine has. Like, it's it's something you want now. It's not somewhere you go grocery shopping to. <laughs> so I'm curious to see how that goes. That is true. That is true. But I feel like we should always remember that Netflix used to be a vending machine, too. <laughs> <laughs> So anything is possible. (laughs) Anything is possible. Netflix did it. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently, I don't know if this is true, but in this article, it says that vegan vending machines have been on the rise around the globe. What? Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? Apparently, there's like startups planning to release some in San Francisco and then in, quote unquote, the vegan capital, Bristol, England, there's also vending machine hype there but i i don't know (laughs) vending machine hype (laughs) i think this is a whole subculture that we're just not tuned into wow we really need to read up on our vending machine blogs yeah and if vending machines are really getting this fancy then i'm i mean i'm i'm here for them yeah (laughs) honestly i i've been hearing like i've late over the past few years there's been a lot of cool vending machine ideas like so there's like pizza made in like 90 seconds in a vending machine like you don't have to like talk to anybody it's great and then there's also like (laughs) (laughs) there's also do you remember buddy velastro on food network he's Mm -hmm. the baker in Mm -hmm. new jersey he also has like cake slice vending machines i think there's one in toronto yeah 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 so those are ever like I've been hearing great things about vending machines, but I didn't realize vegan vending machines were on the rise. <laughs> this news segment is so interesting. Great news about vending machines and be- boy bands, beyond boys band, whatever. What an interesting news segment to end the year with, although kind of on brand for the year, I suppose. Very weird and confusing and I don't know what else. <laughs> And we don't really know where it's going to go in the new year. Yes. (laughs) All right. On that note, that's it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way the boy band crumbles. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That is gruesome. They could be a one-hit wonder. They could definitely. (laughs) So, sir... Wait, right. This is our last podcast of the year. Yes, we are going to take off next weekend because it'll be like sort of still Christmas weekend. And then next thing you know, it's going to be 2021. It's going to be a whole new year. Same me. Sorry. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Whole new year. Same cat and dev. (laughs) Take it or leave it. (laughs) Uh, But I do think that we should follow up on something that we talked about in last episode because it's kind of been a game changer this week oh are we gonna talk about our facebook group that we started because we have no chill 
yeah i feel like we should actually talk about the fact that that happened yeah it it happened (laughs) and and it's hilarious because it's not something we talked about like at the beginning of the year it's something we talked about last week (laughs) yep and it happened the day after pretty much (laughs) it's so funny on uh patreon somebody like responded to i think our mukbang and was like you know, that food group is actually a really cool idea. You know, I'd be happy to help run it, all this stuff, you know, and all these things. And I was like, yeah, uh, we have no chill. So it's been created already. <laughs> I know. And I just saw uh, someone commented on YouTube today as well, saying that they heard that episode and they aren't part of Facebook, but they still would like updates about the group. Ooh, okay. So I figure we should update here and we'll try to update on other platforms other than Facebook about how mm-hmm. the group is going. Um, but we can update on how the first week has been. Yeah. How do, how do you feel about it? I feel pretty great. I think Me it's too. it's already very active. Like, so there's a total of 20 members right now, which I kind of like that it's this nice tight-knit group. We get to know each other a little bit more and we're all just like sharing what we're eating. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I know when we talked about it in the last episode, we mentioned having themes or having challenges and stuff like that, but we thought we should probably just start it off simple because not only do we tend to start too many things, but we <laughs> tend to start too many things and make them more complicated than they need to be. <laughs> Classic cat and dev. <laughs> so for now, we are keeping it super simple and it's just a place to share what you've made, the different you know, recipes you're trying, what you're experimenting with, just a place for foodies to talk about the food that they are enjoying. Yeah, like no pressure to talk about specific things, no like fear that you're going to be like ridiculed for not doing something right. It's great. Exactly. It's very much a safe space. So we started off chill just as like a place to just hang out with some fellow foodies. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's small, but also I look forward to more people joining because I think it's going to be a really fun space. And I really hope, too, that I keep thinking the fact that we started it now when both you and I are kind of like starting our holiday break and have more time on our hands. I know that it's probably not an example of how it might always be, but I really <laughs> hope that we can keep it up. <laughs> Me, too. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> it's a it's a combination of like, I'll post something on stories. And I'm like, oh, my God, I should post this to the Facebook group. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been so much fun though yeah or it'll be like a behind the scenes of something that i have made that's going to be posted more formally mm-hmm. on instagram or wherever but i get just so excited about it right away that i gotta post it yeah it's 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 nice to have a place to just like talk about food without it having to be like planned content exactly it can be so much more casual because even i keep thinking in my head i'm like i don't feel as I don't know, as motivated to share all these things on Instagram or wherever, even though that's kind of like what we do. Yeah. So it feels so backwards for us to like want this more chill community, even though we have this other thing. Yeah, we're weird. But whatever. It basically is just what we would text each other anyways. Yeah. (laughs) But we're still texting each other too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's honestly been so much fun though. And it's nice to have like just also it's like aside from just like the food aspect of it it's nice to put some like personalities behind the people that follow us Mm-hmm. it's so fun i loved the way you did so Devin, there's this really cute like introduction post about like let's introduce ourselves it was so cute I learned so much about the people that follow us it's great 
yeah because <laughs> i was like how do we I feel like we need to break the ice or something yeah how do we even start this how do we is everybody just gonna be like shy about it because i feel like <laughs> i would have been shy if i wasn't like part of starting it no yeah i think i thought it was a great idea a nice little icebreaker yeah 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 and people have started to share stuff on their own and there's no pressure to like post something every day or like you always have to post recipes you can just be commenting on other people's stuff Mm -hmm. like there's absolutely no pressure because we really just want it to be a fun space and whatever that means to you from week to week yeah exactly you don't have to participate every month if one month you just like want to ignore the group ignore the group that's fine (laughs) yeah we won't take it personally (laughs) no (laughs) we have too much going on anyways (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no it's a really fun group if people that are listening or have any interest in joining it send us a message or a dm on any kind of social and we'll send you the link um yeah we're trying to keep it like i think like tight-knit to our community right because we want to just use it as a space to like hang out with the people that follow us Mm-hmm. vegan food club where it's at <laughs> and i'm i am i know we're like starting this slow and starting it pretty chill but i am excited for the points where we can start like incorporating more like theme stuff or like you know this month's baking challenge is this i'm excited for that kind of stuff too oh my goodness me too i even had like ideas about doing some kind of like kind of going on a secret santa idea except not completely a secret santa idea like the idea that somebody in the group sends like we all send another person a recipe that they have to try (gasps) that's so cool but maybe you don't know who sent you yours until after everyone's tried them and then we all see how it goes and stuff like that so i was like trying to figure out well how we keep that anonymous how do you send that's so cool though (laughs) i love that idea yeah, so we've got some fun stuff to try with this in 2021. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have, like, obviously we can't keep adding things to what we do, but it is nice to have, like, this new space that's no pressure, right? Like, I feel like everything we've been doing where we've been adding on has been this thing where we're like, oh my god, we need to make sure we're doing this and this and this, and this thing is just so chill and no pressure and just fun. Yeah, and I think, too, just, like, there's no quality standard that we need to meet it really is just like i took this on my phone it is what it is but look what i made Mm -hmm. because i feel like when we start anything else automatically it has to reach a certain level of standard and that adds just so much more weight to any project yeah yeah so we needed something fun and simple not that we needed anything else but we needed this (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean uh, I guess we can talk about the rest of 2020 and how fun it has been, too. I think, okay, so 2020 has been shit. We'll just say it. It's been a pretty shitty year. Not necessarily for TMG. Like, I think TMG's been fine. But the year's been shit, and it's okay to say that it's been shit. 100%. And it's okay that you didn't have to uh, accomplish anything or... If you just got through the year, that is 100% okay. And I know we talk about uh, how many things we have going on, but like honestly, outside of those things, everything is really heavy and really hard. So yeah, I hate the idea of these end of the year things, all people talking about all the things they accomplished when really so many of us are just feeling like, oh, the days are a struggle. Mm-hmm. I know this like last week, Because, like, we have, both of us have vacation coming up. 
so excited but this like the last two weeks at work has been such a struggle to get through just because like I mean obviously throughout the year there's been a lot of struggling but like these last two weeks I'm like oh my god I just like I need rest (laughs) but like you said I feel like from a TMG standpoint we somehow did our best to still do content that we were still proud of and still Mm -hmm. happy with and even though there were some weeks where it felt like harder to do it I think um in the end the videos are still what we want to be putting out and I think people are still enjoying them which actually also really helps like the validation really helps I can't tell you how many times I have finished a Wednesday edit and thought this is not people are gonna be like enough of these weird random zoom calls where you guys are like, <laughs> cooking with each other and just it's not even that good yeah but no one has said that yet <laughs> yeah it's great um i will say that i think as much as like tmg had its own challenges and struggles trying to figure out how to do the content we wanted to do and i think like you said i think we did the content that we wanted to do i don't think there was any a point where i was like wow this video kind of sucks <laughs> um like i liked everything that we did this year but i think more than previously i think tmg was like a very like i don't know if this year would have been as like it would have been hard to have survived this year without tmg because i think tmg at least at least from my side was a nice escape for a lot of things that were going on in my life in the world in so many things definitely it definitely was for me too and i also felt like in some ways when people were telling us that it was for them too it was like okay okay cool we're all in this together we'll keep making these weird random videos where we're not even together but it's if it's fun for all of us and it's helping all of us through somehow then we're gonna keep going obviously Mm -hmm. yeah no I think one of the things it just like it made me appreciate this little like community we've built so much more this past year just because like I relied on TMG so much just for, like, keeping my, like, mind in check. Yeah, because it felt like, I don't know, more than other things, it was, it was still work. So it kept your mind busy and distracted, but it was also fun work and we didn't have to be reading the news. And I think especially on the Saturdays when we would get on our calls to do whatever recording we Mm -hmm. were doing, whether it was just an intro and outro or if it was, like, a four-hour zoom call (laughs) cooking together yeah i think those days were probably like most weeks some of the best days of the week for me because it was felt i don't know like i don't want to say normal i was i was thinking the same thing it was like it almost felt normal (laughs) yeah like it felt like i was getting something that is close to what we had before whereas with other stuff you didn't quite get that yeah like the only thing different was that we just weren't with each other in person but it still felt just as fun we were still laughing and like having fun throughout the whole process even if filming some filming stuff was a little extra stressful this year or extra took extra time or whatever it was the (laughs) stuff where we were filming together and creating content together was still just as fun as it was before exactly exactly no matter how many times the wi-fi just cut out in the middle of our calls yeah it was fine (laughs) yeah no wi-fi was not on our side in 2020 (laughs) 
Yeah, no, apparently when you're trying to record the call, they like cut down your Wi-Fi abilities. Yeah, as soon as you stop the recording, your Wi-Fi works perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's also the other funny thing about our uh, workflow is that we would, even once we finished formally filming, we would still talk to each other for like at least an hour afterwards because just the part about hanging out that we used to get before all of this, we still mm-hmm. kind of like did that anyways but yeah no we still got to like hang out with each other every saturday which was nice even even if it wasn't like we weren't hanging out with each other through the filming of the whole thing we still got to do our like just hang out on a zoom call for an hour and talk and all this stuff and your family got to be a part of it too which was lovely (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah my family has very much enjoyed they're always like so what are we making this weekend what do we get to eat we can't wait we've been missing out on this for four years (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no i think we still got the same enjoyment we got out of hanging out with each other every single week that we would have before um so i think having being able to keep tmg as consistent and as straightforward as we were able to do it, I think helped both of us so much this year. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's a good point. Like having consistency and routine in a year that was just so <laughs> anti consistency and routine. Yeah. It yeah. honestly it made more of a difference than you realize until you have it, you know? Yeah. No, I know. It it was yeah, it's one of those things that you don't really think about during until you start recapping this year and you think about the year and I'm like wow I don't think I would have been able to handle 2020 as as I did if TMG wasn't if like if we had to take a break from TMG or if we just didn't have had we hadn't started TMG in the first place it's like I don't even know what I would have done this year same (laughs) (laughs) all that to say is we are very grateful that Not only were we able to keep up with the content and able to stick to our normal routine and schedule with TMG, that everyone else and our followers and our community has been really gracious to the change of content and has really liked it and has been really supportive and still stuck around. That's it's so great all around TMG. Like, thank you for everything. And to that point, the fact that they did like we all kind of just went with the flow of what we could do this year also there was comfort in knowing that like if we ever did have to break our routine or our schedule for any reason that that wouldn't be like a game changer or anything like that um and I'm glad that we didn't but it also felt good to know that you know if it's ever too much that's okay too yeah no I agree it was even like I think we took one podcast off Mm mm-hmm for some family stuff that I had going on. And I was like, it was nice to be able to like, you know, the community, like you didn't have to tell them that you were taking time off and what the reasoning was. And even if they asked, they would understand, right? It was nice. Exactly. And I think even just us accepting that too is probably helpful because I think we put a lot of pressure on our stuff ourselves to be at a certain level and get a certain you know be productive to a certain extent a lot of the times and this year has kind of taught both of us probably to find a little bit more balance in that I hope I think so 
I'm I trying think to think so. if I don't know if we took off any other weekend from filming, but I do think like I mean, like we normally did every once in a while, we would be like, you know, let's film a little extra so that we can take next weekend off. I think we were more mindful of our mental health this year and understanding that like it's OK if we need to take a break or let's work a little extra hard when we have the energy so that on those downtimes, we can actually take some downtime. Definitely. And I think what you just mentioned, too, about um, being aware of your energy at any given point. I know that was kind of a big thing for me, too, is if I found myself like I was in a good headspace and just feeling OK, but OK, you know, we're kind of on an up right now. So let's see how much we can get done and maybe more things would get done. But then maybe you fall back down into like, oh, I'm not really feeling that great this week or just today. And then you don't get as many things done, but you just kind of accept that your productivity and your mental well-being are going to come in waves like that. And you just have to go with it. Because I think too, even my editing schedule or how much I try to cram in when I do edit, that has gone through huge shifts to the point where I'm like, I can't, there's no point in me trying to put all this pressure to get all of this done in a small amount of time when I don't need to I will it'll get done when it can get done and that that's going to be okay whatever that is yeah yeah no I think and I do think that um having the schedule that TMG already had put in place where we were filming a month ahead of schedule and that we were able to keep that helps with that so much too like we already kind of had that structure in place and that like framework in place to be able to understand that if your productivity comes in wave which waves which it always does that it's okay because we've planned for that already (laughs) we plan ahead enough so that if something unexpected happens we can take time off or if we just aren't feeling like filming this weekend we can take time off honestly the only thing that we don't really do ahead is this the podcast but it's also something that you know if we aren't feeling it we're we're not going to put pressure on ourselves to actually do one every single weekend and I think that's kind of why it works like we hardly ever have to take time off from the podcast but I think it's because it's not as high pressure it's easier to do when you're kind of feeling low because we can just talk about that then <laughs> mm-hmm. and just like the same thing that we are seeing we get from the food club that we've started the podcast is still also kind of that because we've just accepted that it's it's gonna be a more chill space I think than our some of our other content and that's okay and I think that that works for what it needs to be for us right now and then of course it's going to go through changes and waves of the things we talk about or having guests on which is something Mm -hmm. we've talked about trying to do more in the new year yes and as any type of creator I feel like coming to terms with that cycle of your work is really important to still enjoying it as you do it for as many years as you do. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm I'm, I'm trying to put, I'm trying to like sum up TMG 2020 into like a few words. And I think it was like necessary. Like, I think it helped us a lot. It, I hope helped other people a lot just like a break from reality because I know we everyone should face what's happening in reality but every once in a while you need some breaks from reality and that's what TMG felt like in 2020. (laughs) Definitely I think you summed it up really well my first thought was like pizza. Pizza yeah 
Um, TMG is pizza. TMG is pizza. <laughs> but also like mushrooms and, and also like cinnamon rolls and <laughs> cookies <laughs> and donuts and just every oh recipe God. we've made this year. <laughs> um, so we're we're coming up on like 45 minutes, but do we want to briefly talk about 2021 at all? So obviously we'll still be filming content from a distance. <laughs> Yep. Uh, quite a distance <laughs> <laughs> from a distance <laughs> and I think it'll it's safe to say that it'll be like that for a few months into 2021 don't know when we'll be able to do in-person stuff again it'll be so strange when we're able to do it again <laughs> so weird but I am hoping I am hopeful that 2021 will be able to do in-person videos again or we'll feel like the world is in a place where it's safe enough to do in-person videos again. (laughs) I really, really hope so. Yeah, me too. I think 2021 is a little different than any other year that we've gone into. I think sometimes we like come up with really cool plans and ideas. We're not really going into 2021 with like these really big ideas we want to do. It's more about like, I think, building on what we have. Like, really, fo- like, I mean, we're already doing a lot, but, like, really focusing on the content that we have and how we can make it better or more efficient or whatever it is. Yeah, because I think there is a lot of potential for growth in what we already have going and already have well established. And I also think that if 2020 taught us anything, it's that it can be really hard to plan for things sometimes. So going into a new year where a lot of the things that we experienced previous year are still going to be what we're experiencing I just don't feel like we need to make plans because I don't yeah I don't want to <laughs> yeah I also think like I think at least for me I'm at a place where TMG I think looks really good it's like right now like I'm happy with the content we're putting out I'm happy with where the podcast is I think it also kind of had an evolution in 2020 just kind of by accident mm-hmm. um I'm happy with the extra stuff we're doing with our uh, vegan food club and like all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm really happy with where our content is in 2020. And I think my main goal for TMG in 2021 is just getting the content that we're making now in front of more people. Exactly. Exactly. Which, I mean, I guess you'll see those strategies in like smaller changes that are made, like we're both trying to make more reels for Instagram right now, which has been fun, but yeah. also it is more work. And then just like, again, doubling down on the strategies that we've definitely learned are going to help grow what we've got going. So things like how can we optimize on Pinterest as much as possible? Let's get some more vertical video going there too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think 2021 is almost like the word I would like to use for 2021 is growth. Like, I don't think, I think our content is in a very great place. I think it's just about figuring out what works for us SEO-wise, social media-wise, all that kind of stuff, and how we promote the content that we have. Definitely. And I feel like also growth is probably a good thing for, even if you don't have a food blog or some kind of thing, I feel like it's a good thing to have for the new year because, no matter what you went through this year, it has changed all of us in some way. And so how we come out of it, we're going to grow and change in ways. And so I think 
embracing that or just accepting that that is going to happen. Yeah. That's all we can really do right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I think personally wise, I think it would be, I think what 2020 has taught me is that it's okay to just slow down and do nothing when you need to do nothing. Like sometimes doing nothing is the most productive thing you can do for yourself. Definitely. I feel like every year around this time of year, we've always been like, no, we definitely need to slow down. But this year (laughs) it was like, oh yeah, no, we did. Because like this was a lot. Yeah. No. I also (laughs) think we said the same thing like a month ago. And then and then December just comes around. There's something about December where you're like, content. We need to make content. <laughs> it's true. But I also, like, we didn't spend that much, so far, we didn't spend that much of December doing formal content where there was a lot of pressure. It's kind of both of us being like, well, I'd like to try making this and I'd like to try making that. So we'll just, because we still kind of want things to be doing, so we'll just, like, experiment with them and th- somehow put less pressure on them, even though they're still work yeah yeah (laughs) basically we finished filming for 2021 for 2020 uh all the content we needed and the content we needed to get ahead so we decided to still give ourselves more work (laughs) because we don't know what to do without work (laughs) but again we can't emphasize enough that we did learn to slow down and do nothing (laughs) but i do okay i think the difference is i do think we both have learned a little bit more how to slow down and how to do nothing but i think what's the the difference here is that we've like you said we're finished all our formal content and i think we're right now we're still making content but it's really focused on just having fun and trying new things and less on the like oh we need a video every week we need this every week we need it's more just like I just really want to experiment with this new thing that came out and try this new random recipe or whatever it is. Exactly. And I feel like that'll be a trend throughout our, a lot of our content moving forward. We're just going to keep experimenting and keep doing whatever's fun. <laughs> yeah. And again, we would really like to thank anyone who has supported any of our work in any way this year, whether it's listening to the podcast or telling somebody about the podcast or watching the YouTube videos engaging with us on YouTube, trying the recipes, telling us that you tried the recipes, all of those things that as a person who's consuming the media, like on the consumer end, feel so simple. They actually feel very large to us and mean a lot. Yeah, I will say anytime I see someone post on like Instagram stories about our recipes, like I do like a mini dance. I'm like, oh my God, someone tried it. (laughs) Right? It is so cool to see. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then also, of course, a big thank you to our patrons this year. It was a hard year for a lot of people, including financially, and the fact that you guys stuck around and still contribute to our content is really amazing, and we are very thankful for it. Yes, and we hope that everyone has a safe and healthy rest of the year and start to the year. Wear a mask, stay home and socially distance, wash your hands, all of those things, take care of your mental health in whatever way you need to. And I guess we'll we'll talk again in 2021, but we'll still be sharing stuff on Instagram and stuff leading yeah. up to the rest of the year. You know, we got more videos coming out, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're going nowhere. <laughs> we have all the time in the world. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> oh. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>
Okay, bye. Oh gosh. Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> Did you just say, oh, that was so cute?